Did you know that more than 50% of all Australian mothers are working mothers? Welcome to the Marketing Mentors podcast brought to you by Red Pandas Digital. My name is Tasha and today I am joined by the CFO and Head of People and Culture here at Red Pandas, Miss Sophia Khan. In today's session, uh, sorry, episode, we're chatting about being a working mum and juggling the roles and responsibilities that comes with that. Mm. Now, if there is someone here that is best to talk about this stuff, that is Sophie herself. Not only does she have two children and runs the financial side of the business, uh, she's the head of people and culture. She's also um, on the board of a non-for-profit charity. She's the nicest person I have ever met. <laughs> and I'm not going to get you emotional, but I'm really keen to talk to you about this stuff, Sophie, because you do this so beautifully and you do it so effect- efficiently and you always have a smile on your face. And I know your life is hectic and I don't know how you do it, but you do it. <laughs> so I would really, really like to know what's We've, we've got some key takeaways and tips that we're going to share here for, and obviously this is skewed at mothers, but really if you are a parent and you work, you can take any of these tips away. Um, and I really kind of want to start with prioritization because yep. I know that's something that I am trying to deal with every single day mm. and what that, what that looks like for you as a parent, a mother, working full-time, part-time, casually, whatever it is, but what is prioritization and what does it mean to you? So if, why don't you kick us off? So, um, as a mum, a working mum, every minute is precious, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, um, motherhood is really so unpredictable because one week you can have your whole week um, planned out for work, but then you have a sick child that just throws a spanner in the works, right? Yep. So, um, prioritization is key. And especially in those moments where you're like, or those days where you're like, okay, I can't yeah. work or I can't get that thing done. Mm-hmm. You have to figure out what is needed of you right now. Exactly. So you're not yeah. only prioritizing like micro moments in your life, yeah, <laughs> yes. which is a skill that I think any any parent would have. You don't realize you have it because when you see a sick child, you kind of, you know, straight away right now, nothing is a priority of mine other than this child and making yeah. sure I can get them better. Yes. Um, so when I think of prioritization as a working parent, I think, okay, how can I break down my day, my week, my hour, my, my, my <laughs> month in a way that I'm not going to let anyone down in any of my roles? Yeah. So what must happen? Right? We need to be active parents. Okay. It's that mindset, first of all. Like you're saying you don't want to let anyone down. Mm. But sometimes you are. Sometimes yeah. you have to let go. So, and, and you have I don't to be, want to go. <laughs> don't make me do it. You have to know when to say no as well, yeah. which I'm learning. Yeah, and, and as am I. Oh, and we have a tendency as ambitious people to bite off more than what we can chew. Yes. And becoming a parent, I think that hits you in the face and says, no, you need to prioritise. Yeah. And you need to know how to say no because something is going to fall down yeah. and you will let someone down. And I don't, I don't like that feeling. No. So I've learnt where I need to say no. Zoe, my daughter needs me today. That's right. And not feel guilty about it. Exactly. Yeah. About missing work or being at work because my work needs me. Yeah. And not feeling guilty about not being there for my daughter. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think you're allowed to enjoy wanting to go to work and being Mm. away from your kids. You're allowed to want to be with your kids and not have to think about work. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think the key is um, not feeling guilty. Yeah. And for me, I've learned that, you know, those moments where I am with my kids, it's being present. Mm-hmm. So um, 
I sent that to you earlier before, but HubSpot CEO, Yamini Rangan. Yes. Uh, great female leader, thought leader, um, someone really to look up to as someone who seems to be um, juggling work-life balance really well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she had a really good LinkedIn post actually um, and she talks about how um, balance really is maybe a misconception Yep. that we're not supposed to be really achieving balance no. but really it's work-life presence. Yep. Um, and if I can just quote her here, she says, think about presence, not balance. The word balance inherently suggests tension, a push and pull, a difficult tightrope walk. But we shouldn't need to compromise life for work or sacrifice our career aspirations to succeed personally. That's why instead of trying to find work-life balance, we should focus on work-life presence. I love that. And you'll notice I didn't say work-life balance earlier because I, I actually no, hate, I hate right. that term, work-life yeah. balance. Because yeah. it's not a balance. Your work is your life and your life is your work. It's one thing. It's, it's one, one life. Thing, right? And if I didn't have yeah. a great workplace, I couldn't be present here because I'd be stressing about my kid. And if I didn't have a – if I again, if I didn't have a good workplace, I'd be stressing – about work when I was with my kid and not be present there. So exactly. I totally agree with that. It's work-life presence. Yeah. And and to get to a good place with your work-life presence, you need to know how to prioritise yes. in every aspect. So work, you come into work, what must get done today? Come hell or high water, my three priorities. I all, Like I always say those three priorities. Yeah. In my personal life, yeah. I know for me I must prioritise my exercise because if I don't, you think I'm a bitch now? Without <laughs> exercise, it's a thousand times worse. <laughs> And I know that you have your own priorities. Yeah, so it's not just prioritising what you need to get done at work but what you need to get done for your family and then what you need to get done for yourself. For yourself. Yeah, that's really, really important. Exactly. And mm. without without meeting those priorities for yourself, you're not present no, as a mother that's right. or a worker or a sister or a colleague or a parent, yep. if you will. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Organisation. Organisation. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Um, how about you start on that? Tangent? Yeah, I can start on organize because I'm like <laughs> a control freak. Uh, um, organization to me is everything. If you are not organized down to a T of even like this, maybe this is my OCD or maybe just like that controlling personality part of me, but organizing my notes, organizing my emails mm. to me is a, is decluttering. Yes. And it allows me to declutter like stupid stuff that I shouldn't be wasting my cognitive load I love yeah. that word cognitive yeah. load on yeah to focus on more important things like you know am I going to get back to that email on time or am I helping the client with that thing on time so having good processes for just filing your emails away and knowing where files live and exist actually reduces so much tension in your mind that you don't realize and it actually kind of goes for the same with your home yeah so you know, at my house, yes, I'm the I'm the primary kind of let's call it domestic person. I do a lot of the cleaning. I don't do the cooking. I got to say that for the record, my husband does the cooking. I just clean. Oh, yeah, whatever. But I do the cleaning after him, and I keep the house clean. I keep the pantry organized and the wardrobes organized because it means I don't have to worry. It it reduces that cognitive load of where did I put that pot. Where did I put that dress or yeah. something like that? And I actually start to get stressed out if I can't find something that I thought was meant to be somewhere. I actually, and you know, working from home as well, I find that I can't actually work from home if my home is messy. messy yeah. <laughs> so I, I feel like I need to tidy up first. Yep. Then I can sit down and work. Exactly. And be clean. You've reduced that kind of mental stimulation of, oh, yeah. my house is a mess. No, I can 
So for, for me, I'm kind of like efficiency. Just keep it clean. Don't let it get dirty in the yeah, first place. Yeah. Which is, look, I've got two dogs and a child. It can be very hard. Yes. So again, that whole idea of being present, knowing when you need to kind of pull back That's something right. and just let certain things slide. Are there days like where my couch is just used for laundry? Yeah, yeah. Stacking laundry, <laughs> three loads, you know? Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but those are days where I know, okay, I can let go of that because that's organised mess mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So even if like parts of my life are a mess, I've organised it. Yeah, you know those people where I, <laughs> my brother was like this when we were growing up. I'd walk into his room and it was a mess and if I had touched one yeah. thing, what are you doing? Don't move that. I know exactly where it is and when I need to use it. And I was like, but it's a mess, but it's his organised mess. And yeah. that, that works for you. It doesn't work for me. No. I think whatever your organisation is. Yeah, that's right. That organisation needs to be there. It's considered. It needs to be considered and say, this is here to help me reduce the mental load that I need to worry about where things are. Yeah. To me, that just doesn't make sense, being messy, but hey, look, each to their own. Yeah. And then if we apply that organisation with work, it comes down to like folder structures, organising your day or um, prioritising organisation as well. So we've talked about priorities before and yeah, we prioritise all these bits and pieces, but if you've got a messy-ass calendar and you don't know what's happening when or where... What do you expect you're going to be like in those meetings? You're not going to be present. You're not going to be your best self. Yeah, that's right. So being organized, organized. with your time as well is important. So yes. I use a meetings link for people that want to book in time with me. Yep. And I block out periods of time in my calendar. I didn't do that today. I should have because I haven't had a chance to have a break. But what you should be doing is booking in 5, 10, 15 minutes um, at certain periods of the day where you can have a break or where you don't want to be booked for certain things. Yeah, where you don't want to talk to anyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's me on the way home. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so it's organising uh, your, your, your personal time, your personal life, your professional time, your professional life is super important yeah. for working parents. Like you started this podcast episode with, your time is precious. So yeah. organise it and... And be sacred of it as well. Yep. Yep. The last piece that I want to talk about in this podcast, and this is probably maybe the most important one, is communication. So being able to communicate effectively to your colleagues, your family, your friends, when you are struggling. Yes. And it happens. It does happen. It happens a lot, unfortunately. Um, and I would I would also say that having the ability to communicate, communicate, sorry, um, to a village that is able to support you. And sometimes you get that support from work, Mm -hmm. from fellow mothers, fellow parents who just know exactly what you're going through. Or even if they're not parents, like just uh, making sure that you're letting them know that I'm struggling here, I might need your help, or just so you understand this is what I'm going through at home. Um, But also at home... Do you find that, you know, you couldn't have your work life unless you had a good support system at home? Oh, 100%. There is no possible way that I could be doing everything that I do without the support that I have from my family. Yeah. So if it wasn't for Sean, my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandparents, the childcare. Yeah. For an incredible workplace as well that is so flexible with things. Like I, I know I count my lucky stars every day when I think, I'm so grateful to have that support from my family when I need it. Yeah. Sometimes I feel bad that I ask them for too much help and I'm like, maybe I should not ask for as much help. But 
No, they're always see, there and they're like, always happy to help. Why do we feel guilty yeah, though? Yeah, I don't know. You know, like we shouldn't feel guilty. I know like. Sean doesn't feel guilty when he asks <laughs> for help, that's for sure. But hey, look, maybe that's just that inherent mum guilt that we have. Yeah, it's just the, as much as you want to shake it off. And I, I have to tell myself I don't need to feel guilty. You know, like I'll have certain difficult days yeah. where I'm I'm feeling the overwhelm and I have to have those positive affirmations. It's okay to ask for help. Yeah. I'm, I can still be a present mother after I get this task done. Yeah. No, Do you know I what I mean? Yeah, 100%. And it's that communication piece. So yeah. being able to say to your family, I need help or can someone look after so-and-so for a few hours today or tomorrow or even to, to work. Guys, I, I need to clock off a little bit earlier because the kid needs me. Or I'm feeling really swamped at the moment. I need some support. Yeah. So communication is king and it's it's obviously not just – when you're in bad times, but good times as well. So yes, share those wins as well as the right. challenges. Yeah. So when you have had awesome weeks or days with your kids or without your kids as a parent, um, you know, share them and like enjoy those moments of success. Pat yourself on the back because we're too too often we're very quick to shut ourselves down and be very harsh on ourselves, but not um, celebrating our wins as well. Yeah, that's right. I would agree with that. <laughs> Thanks, so. <laughs> I'm guilty of it. Yeah, it happens a lot. Look, um, is there anything else you want to add on to, you know, being a working parent in, you know, 2022? I think um, it's not a a working parent really. It's not nine to five. Oh, no. no, no, no. <laughs> and I think having the flexibility. So, you know, f- for me, example, for, for myself, um, I don't. I might start my day earlier, so I might start my work day a bit earlier. Like I'm, you know, I might work for a one hour before the kids wake up, mm-hmm. um, and then school run, and then th- the team know that I'm not going to be available until like nine thirty, ten thirty, and then they know that I'm not going to be available usually for s- school pickup, and I'm back at my desk at like three thirty four. Yeah, um, but the, just just. Just knowing that you can have, you can you can change your work days and be flexible to suit you and your family life. Yeah, and you should be like twenty twenty two post COVID. Yeah. In this day and age, a workplace should be flexible for for parents and like I, look, I'm 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 a parent now, so I can't really speak for non parents, but you should be flexible for parents. Yes. From my point of view, that's how I see it. For everyone, obviously, but especially parents <laughs> yeah yeah and you yeah. know with that said um and not comes, feel guilty not, not feel, feel guilty it comes down to communication maximizing your time prioritize the things that you need to get done yeah. in your personal life for yourself for your family for your work uh be organized yeah uh, if you're not an organized person there's some really cool tiktoks uh that show you how to organize stuff yeah. <laughs> low-key addicted to those like uh kmart hack this oh. is how you organize your fridge so TikToks. i know what your tiktok algorithm <laughs> is showing you i love those ones yeah. they're awesome and they're also asmr which is quite nice too uh and then um i would be communicating communicate 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 talk 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 speak it out don't let yeah. it bubble up speak to your husband your wife your significant other your parents your family your colleagues don't let anything like bubble inside of you for too long because yeah. it will blow up and you won't be a present parent or, or worker or friend or anything in your life. You'll just become like flaky and 
not nice to be around. Yeah, look, you know, and your children want your time as well. So yeah. when you're with your kids, like I, I've been guilty of being on my phone, checking work emails, Noah asking me a question. I'm like, oh, baby, just wait. I just to be fair, Noah email. asks about fifty questions he a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, yeah. being present with your kids, exactly, like, not thinking about work, vice versa. Yeah. So yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me today, Soph. I know it was a, um, a big ask. <laughs> Whilst Linda is off in Santorini somewhere getting tanned, um, we will be back in a few weeks' time with our next episode. Between now and then, though, please feel free to hit us up on LinkedIn um, with your feedback, comments, questions, ideas for what we want to talk about on the podcast. Uh, it's Sophia Khan, Tasha Delbianco. Otherwise, this is episode 12, so you'll be able to watch this at redpandasdigital.com.au forward slash. It's not Red Pandas Digital. It's not Red Pandas Digital, is it? <laughs> Every time. It's redpandas.com.au. Is it Red Pandas Digital? Fuck. Redpandas.com.au forward slash EMM12. I'm going to do that all over again. Please cut all of this out. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Every time. It's embarrassing. Okay. Um, <laughs> You'll be able to watch this episode at redpandas.com.au forward slash mm12. Bye for now.